welcome, welcome, welcome to The Last Word. You are listening with your host, Tanisha, coming with another episode for The Last Word, where it's a space for myself and others to be heard, where there's what? More, more, more to love. So yeah, I want to come with this topic. It's good news. You understand? Because I don't know, for whatever reason, (laughs) right now, I, you understand, I am a believer. I'm not usually this pepped up when it comes to God's word and, you know, things that are going on in the world and different things like that. But for whatever reason, this is how I feel in my heart. The most High heavenly father has been leading me and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> you know, and sometimes, you know, God, when he comes in our life, he can, it can feel like a disruption, you know, and that is. That's bad. That's not good. You know, I hate to say it that way, but sometimes because we get caught up in the routine of our daily lives, going to work, coming home, cooking, laundry, cleaning, whatever it is that you have going on in your life, your family, everything, goals, dreams, aspirations, business, whatever, just a lot going on. So then when the Heavenly Father begins to allow, you know, his presence just to be more pronounced in your life you you know it's it can be disruptive (laughs) okay it's like god oh no uh you know um but nonetheless i'm nothing without god so guess what you know i am his i am a believer i belong to him i've been bought with a price so it's like whenever god needs me or has need of me and to use me i want to be a willing vessel right So, I do need to share something with you all tonight. That the Most High Heavenly Father, I believe in my heart that he did put this on my heart because I had a thought. And, of course, you know, I hate the fact that it is, you know, (laughs) just dealing with some of the similar things that was in Stranger Passing Through and that was in, um, I think I may have briefly mentioned it in... Uh, one of the other episodes on um, this podcast and I can't quite recall the actual title of the episode but um, I have a couple that what I like to call a believer's edition right a believer's edition so this is a believer's edition and without further ado like I said I put up a post on my personal Facebook page. It's pretty lengthy. And then I also put it up on my last word Facebook fan page that I have um, as well because this podcast was created later. I created the last word Facebook page some years ago. And of course, I kind of started it and didn't really like do everything that I wanted to do with it. And um, because life, you understand, and I'm more of a you know free spirit as far as just you know I'm not really materialistic so it's like I'm not so adamant about doing certain things you know I'm just more of a person that hey as long as my daily needs are met you know bills are paid things are taken care of I you know I'm more of a I lean more toward contentment which some may confuse with mediocrity okay and I've had that happen to me and in the past and I've had it happen to me you know recently where people automatically view me as mediocre because they don't understand you understand (laughs) that I'm just really content like I've had experiences in my life 
you understand just because I'm not walking around boasting or you know whatever about everything that's persons in my life and things like that like in the possessions I've had or what not like that material things different things like that like I'm not materialistic, but I do like nice things and I have had nice things. So I'm content and I'm happy with some of the nice things that I have had. Like I don't have to have or possess like a BMW or whatever to feel like, you know, whatever I've, you know, had a nice thing. Like you understand, (laughs) but anyway, okay. I went into a rabbit hole. So let me come out of the rabbit hole and get with what I want to share with you tonight, which is, it is good news. I'm just going to title this. It's good news. Okay, so basically the long post that I put on my Facebook page and on my um, the last on the last word Facebook fan page is this. Okay, it really trips me out that with all those who say they believe, quote unquote, in God, can't stand hearing these words and our phrases. All right. Tribulation. Tribulation saints, the last days, end times, end time prophecy, biblical prophecy, antichrist, plural, the antichrist, singular, the beast, the image of the beast, mark of the beast, can't buy, can't sell without the mark of the beast, the beast will be able to deceive all old, young, rich, poor, save the elect. Like, make it make sense. Are we not supposed to be watching, quote unquote, and praying? Too many so-called Too many so-called believers are praying, but they're not watching, not paying attention. I did do a a segment on the last word um, regarding paying attention called May I Have Your Attention in part two called May I Have Your Attention, Please. You understand? And although it was more geared toward the natural aspect and the natural, you know, concept of that, This kind of brings into play the spiritual aspect of not paying attention and being able to pay attention. And you understand, okay, this brings into play the spiritual aspect of what it means to pay attention versus the other segments I did. But you can go back and listen to those if you choose. Okay. But basically too many so-called believers, believers are praying, but they're not watching, not paying attention to watch is to pay attention, right? So that we can have our lamps ready with plenty of oil when the bridegroom, which is Christ, comes, right? We must watch and pray. And like I said, this is a believer's edition. I mean, believers in Christ, we have a whole different language. You understand? And that's not to say that this this share is not for anyone else who's in the world or who don't, you know, believe in Christ. But the believers here who listen tonight... Or who I say tonight because it's evening because, you know, I'm in my element. I tend to do these podcasts at, in the evening, I guess, because, you know, in the morning I'm getting ready for work. I go to work. I come home. You know, I cook, clean, whatever, laundry, whatever, <laughs> do your house chores, whatever. And then you come home, you, you, you eat, you settle down right before bed and everything like that, whatever, you know, you kind of I can kind of tend to settle. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me do a podcast, you know. <laughs> So I tend to be more consistent with podcasts than I am with going live on my last word first Facebook page. I think going live requires more work, whereas I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm more free, you know, and I want to be able to be free just to go do and come. But whereas going live is like, 
it's a little bit more involved because you can see my face and all this and that and you can see everything and I you know it's more order involved and more steps involved and you want to make sure that your live is not just like looking crazy or whatever right let's come on let's be real but anyway I went down another rabbit hole I'm sorry so let me put myself back out the rabbit hole okay and get back to what we were saying right so it says too many so-called believers are praying but they're not watching not paying attention to have our lamps ready with plenty of oil when the bridegroom christ comes and so like i was just mentioning you know if you're not a believer you may not understand the language as far as bridegroom what's that you know whatever um but there is a parable that christ um talks about in the new testament and i can't recall if it was in matthew mark luke or john right because those are the four gospels of um the new testament where the disciples was following christ around and he was able to share with them you know they were able to record and document um his miracles and his teachings and one of his teachings talked about the 10 um brides in the oh excuse me the the 10 wise um brides and the 10 foolish brides i think it was and forgive me if I'm quoting it wrong because I'm just quoting it off the top of my head after I've eaten and after it's time to settle down after a day of work. <laughs> okay. Oh, anyway, but talk. it talks about that. The uh, Excuse me, I think it was the five foolish and the five wise. So it's 10, five were foolish and five were wise. The five wise ones had their all uh had their oil lamps ready with plenty of oil while the five foolish didn't have enough oil. They ran out. So they couldn't keep their lamps lit and ready for the bridegroom to come, right? And the reason why this parable was able to um, relay at the time that Christ was teaching it is because among you understand their culture and their customs, this is what the bride's uh, maids, I think it was the bride's maids, that they would do for the um, for the bride who was ready for her bride's groom. They would prepare by getting the oil um, ready for the oil lamps and so they could have plenty of oil to light up whenever the, 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 the light up the way whenever the bridegroom came, right? This, a lot of people don't even know. That's the reason why Christ was using that parable. You understand? And so that when the bridegroom comes, they're able to light their lamps with the oil for the bridegroom to come, right? You understand? This is what this parable was talking about. It had it within its context, historical context, regarding the culture and the customs of the people of the time, the Hebrew Israelites or whatever at that time. This is the reason why he used this parable, because this is what they did. This is what you understand bridesmaids would do um, for the bride in order, you know, to help her prepare for the coming of her bridegroom, of her, you know, to soon to be newlywed husband, right? But anyway that's just to kind of give you an example of of believer the language of believers right we're dealing with biblical context biblical you understand history and different things like that in the bible and a lot of time in this world you're not really dealing with that you know or whatever like i said god is a disruptor we're dealing with life we're dealing with life in the now you understand so coming over to the bible and speaking about it it creates a whole new different language right (laughs) okay let me wrap this up because I got a ways to go. Anyway, so we need to have our lamps ready with plenty of oil when the bridegroom Christ comes. And really, Christ was given this parable also um, to signify and to teach about the end time in the last days and how when he 
is going to return. This is an example of how it will be. And he want us and he wants, he was teaching the disciples that he want us to be like the five wise, excuse me, the, yes, the five wise bridesmaids, right? Okay. So we must watch in all caps and pray with an exclamation point. The reason why I'm saying quote unquote, watch with all caps and all that is because I actually posted this and I'm reading it from my post. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so basically he want us to watch and pray all caps for watch. Cause a lot of time believers, we pray, you know, we believe God, we have faith in different things like that. But what happens is we end up being similar to those five foolish wives. Cause we're not paying attention. We got to watch and pray. Watch involves paying attention, right? So, and I say, Hey, my problem is I'm definitely watching. And it ain't looking too good for some who claim the faith. But I digress, because who am I, right? And I need to increase prayer. I really do. I need to, you know, pray more. You understand? I feel God in my heart lead me to pray more. And I need to start doing that, okay? But one thing I do know, I have a mouth that the Most High is continually filling with His Word. And every time I question Him about what should come out of my mouth because I'm just a little old rich, right? And I don't need to say anything and I have sinned to God, blah, blah, blah. Giving him every excuse. He reminds me of what he firmly asked Moses in his in powerful authority. Who made man's mouth? You see? Who made man's mouth? You know, some do- and I and I had to put that in there because sometimes I'm just like God. You know, oh my God, what is going on? Why do you have me in this mode, in this mode like this? You know, and I'm just in a mode where every other day I'm thinking, you know, God is just flooding my heart, flooding my thoughts, flooding my mind with, oh my God, people do not know what's going on, what's really happening in the world. You understand? And it's just every other week I'm just being flooded with this I'm like oh my god you know it's um just the inspiration of the Holy Spirit leading me you understand to like impressing me and nudging me to speak to say to cry out you understand (laughs) so um and like I said as the Holy Spirit leads I proceed but one thing I do know is that I have a mouth that the Most High is continually filling with his word you understand okay and so yeah god i just felt god in my heart and my mind just it was like you know i'm gonna be honest like whenever you know i had that thought in my heart and my mind it was like i could recall the scene from the actual movie where you know moses was like i stutter and given every excuse of why you know he don't need to go back you understand to Egypt to tell the Pharaoh to free you understand the Israelites and God just you know I guess shouted okay for lack of a better word he just shouted through the burning bush and said who made man's mouth you know and it's just like this whole authoritative firm you understand like I am in control I am your sovereign God I created you you understand you do as I say you understand? And when we belong to God, when we are his, you, we are the sheep of his pasture. His sheep know his voice. We are to follow. And it's just like, oh Lord, you know, and it's like, okay, I have to go. It's like, 
It's like Jeremiah when he said that it's like fire shut up in my bones. You understand? And that he has to speak. You understand? It's like Esther who uh, entreated the king for such a time as this on behalf of her people. And I say it over and over. I say it all the time. But like I said, I go on and on. Let me hurry up. Oh, goodness. It says, so why do I keep saying all this? Why do I keep posting all this religious stuff, quote unquote? You may be wondering. Well, first of all, because I'm being moved by spirit to do so. And where the spirit leads, I proceed. And I've already said that. Second, because there's not many so-called shepherds, shepherds, which are pastors of churches and different things like that, spiritual and Christian leaders and teachers and different things like that. So-called shepherds, right? Nor so-called believers uh, willing to even utter the above mentioned words. And what are the words? Remember, we're talking about tribulation, tribulation saints, the last days, the end times, end time prophecies, right? I've already said it. You understand? But there's not many of us who say and profess the faith that are willing to even utter these words. And did not God use a hand with the writing on the wall? You understand? Look that up. Just Google it. You'll be able to find the reference for that. The hand with the writing on the wall. I think it was King Nebuchadnezzar. And I think that might have been in the book of Daniel, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be wrong. So don't quote me on that. Because when I do these podcasts, it's just off the fly. You understand? You know, I'm just being moved by the precious Holy Spirit. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for that, that he counted me worthy to even share some of the things that I'm sharing in my podcast right now. You understand? Because I'm not perfect, of course, without God. You understand? It is Christ who makes us perfect. And it's our effort every day to try to seek him, get close to him, to overcome and to lay aside every sin that it does so easily but set up what set us which is what I'm doing and what I'm in the process of trying to do is lay aside certain sins in my life that I know I'm wrong for no you understand and there's so many things that God's word said about that as well so do not think for one moment that while I'm sharing these things with you that I myself am am exempt from you know understanding that I have to get myself right too. This is for me. I always say that this is for me just as much as I'm sharing it with you. Right? But a lot of so-called believers don't even want to speak about it. And did not God use a hen with the writing on the wall? Did he not use a donkey? Listen, call me whatever you want to call me. But if God has need to use me, I want to be a willing vessel. Right? Okay, and those references that I used about the writing on the wall and the donkey is because at the time that God, you understand, has something pressing that he needs to get out a message, a word, a prophecy of a coming or a warning, a coming judgment or whatever the case may be. He will use whatever he uses his creation, all of earth and everything in it is his creation because God is in all and through all in him. We move and live and have our being. You understand? I am terribly and utterly confused as to how so many extreme disasters, including the pandemic, are happening. (coughs) Excuse me. Are happening all around us and in the world. And some so-called believers and so-called shepherds rarely want to converse, speak, preach about, prophesy about, nor have Bible study about the implications of all these things in real time, like right now, according to biblical prophecy. Hmm. You know, 
I really want to get to the bottom of this. Could it be because they are too busy pursuing worldly gain trappings and are trying to obtain the things, quote unquote, success of this world, right? And trappings is also in quotations as well. Could it be because they are going on about their lives, being married, drunken with the wine of the world, marrying and being given in marriage as in the days of Noah? Did not Christ already cue us in on the end times that it would be as it was in the days of Noah? That while Noah was preparing the ark, nobody paid attention. Hello? Pay attention, right? This is the spiritual aspect of paying attention, right? They only paid attention to mock, make fun, look as in at a spectacle and to ridicule and to ridicule, excuse me, and to ridicule right up until the flood came and shut Noah and all alive in the ark and all who did not enter were drowned in the flood. Oh my God, Lord have mercy. We all know this, but for whatever reason, it's like we're not heeding. We're not really stopping. We're not really, you understand, everybody is going on lollygagging around or whatever and going on about, you understand? Getting pillow top prophecies from, you understand, teachers and leaders that they've heaped up for themselves because of their what? Itchy ears. My, 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 didn't John the Baptist prophesy eating locusts in the wilderness about the coming of Christ? But nobody want to hear real, real, all caps prophecy. Because our ears get itchy. We want to hear soothing things, pillow talking, sweet nothings, while the mark of the beast is already here. Okay? With a raised eyebrow emoji. Say it ain't so. Okay? With the eyeglass emoji. You don't even know. With exclamation points. Hello, somebody. Man, shaking my head. Sad emoji. <laughs> I know it sounds so weird. I'm like, oh, this is weird. I'm serious. Calling out the emojis, okay? <laughs> I'm hilarious. There is joy in Christ. You understand me? If y'all don't open your holy Bible, exclamation. Okay? Let me tell you something right now. Start right here. Hebrews 4 and 12. Look that up first. That's that's your start. And understand when you're reading the word of God, it is unlike any other book in this world. It is his spirit. And it will reveal to you our truth. And one thing for sure and two for certain is that whatever and whenever true prophets of the Most High Heavenly Father spoke, what he commanded, inspired, and led them to speak, it came to pass for the word of God is yea and amen uh, right hashtag my only hope hashtag my joy and my salvation hashtag Christ king of kings hashtag Christ lord of lords my hope all caps is built all caps on nothing all caps less than Christ my Lord in his righteousness right Christ my Lord and he is in all caps in his righteousness and I need to um, correct that because it says righteous but it's supposed to be righteousness there was a typo there but anyway I ain't righteous without God it is Christ in me who is his bloodshed for me caused me to be counted righteous and worthy to suffer for his name's sake and we already know about suffering that's a key word over here on the last word 
You understand? That's a key word for the whole podcast. All right. You understand? You're going to hear me say that quite a few times in some of the podcasts, especially when it comes to the believers editions of my podcast over here. Suffer is a key word. That's a signature staple word over here. We going to suffer for the cause of Christ and for his name's sake. You understand? Without God, I am nothing. And not as the world says it either. Because when you realize suffering for Christ may cause you to have to give up everything. Okay? It ain't too many people who can really say I am nothing without him. Because the world has given them the rank. You understand? Bye-bye now. (laughs) Don't mind me. This world is not my home. And I say bye-bye now because I'm ready to be up out of here. You understand? With the, you understand? As we're getting closer to the to the end times, you understand this whole world is going through the labor pains, the birthing of the coming forth of the sons of God and the condom, coming kingdom of the Most High Heavenly Father uh, through Christ His Son, Christ, Christ our King, our Savior, right? Yeah, don't mind me. This word is not my home. Just strange pass through. Oh, and remember when hearing the word of God made you want to live right? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Whatever happened to that, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's called conviction, right? Raise eyebrow emoji on that. Hello, somebody. It's called conviction. That little nudging feeling that hearing a real word from God is supposed to give you. Okay, it's called the power of God until salvation, right? You understand? It's the gospel. It's the real gospel. That's why I want to call this the good news, right? Because that's what the gospel is. It's the good news that your soul can escape eternal damnation through Christ. Well, y'all be blessed. We made it through another podcast with your lovely host with the most. Okay, Tanisha. You understand where the spirit leads, I proceed. You understand? Okay, where it's my uh, space for myself to be heard and for others, right? And also, if anybody should be getting the last word, it should be who, what? The Most High Heavenly Father. Y'all be blessed. And this has been another episode, another podcast with your lovely host, Tanisha, where there is more, more, more to love. <laughs>